Hey, everybody. Yeah. Oh. We're ready. Let's do I guess do we're this. already ready already. All right. So it is Wednesday, hump day. It is hump day. Gino's last day of cranberry farming. Which happened to be Whiskey Wednesday. That's not even a thing. Oh, yeah. It's a oh, thing. Oh, now it's a thing. It's a thing. Because it was Fresh One Friday, oh. Whiskey Wednesday, Thirsty Thursday. There's and... always a reason to drink. <laughs> What's Monday or Tuesday? Well, Monday is a reason to drink in itself. You got, like, I feel so productive on Monday. Toasted Barrel Tuesdays. I got enough Toasted Barrel. We could do that. I'm just saying, like, Monday, I feel pumped, like, ready to to kill it. I don't know what everyone's deal is about Monday. Mm. My productivity level, Monday, is, like, insane. And then it decreases by Friday. It's because you drink early on Sunday and go to bed early. I don't think that's it. No? No, I don't. Last Sunday of the month. What time are you waiting outside the bar? Depends if it's meat raffle day. Oh, it is. 10 <laughs> 30, 10 45. So, all right. So Gino's been cranberrying the last week. Um, and typically, cranberry season goes a lot longer. Yeah, about eight to 10 days. And why was the season so short this year? Uh, the crop was terrible. Because of the weather? Yeah. Um, we had a stretch of about a week or week and a half of 80 degree weather in March. So all the plants took off, ready like, let's kick ass and start making fruit. Yeah, and then you get and a freeze. And then uh, we had a, a hard freeze, not even a frost in April. Hmm. So they sustained a lot of damage. Even the pumping the water on them, trying to save them and stuff, they didn't save a bunch. Is that why we have a nationwide shortage of basically everything as well? Is because of <laughs> the weather? Uh, oh, well, not to talk politics no, or anything. Um, well, not political things, but for uh, agriculture... Produce, yeah, you're going to have a lot of problems this year, and actually leading into next year with uh, prices are going to go up on everything, not only because of inflation, of course, but because of supply. Supply is going to be down on a lot of stuff. Um, your typical stuff like corn, that still seems to be running good. Soybeans are good. A lot of that stuff doesn't. It doesn't. The, uh, annual plants, the annual crops, they're uh, they, they did okay. For the most right. part, I mean, regionally, I'm sure you had drought problems with you didn't have irrigation and things like that in certain areas. But your your apples and like your cranberries and things like that. I imagine uh, cherries are probably the same way. I don't really specifically know a cherry farmer, but uh, I would imagine they're in the same boat. They got the blossoms out early and it got screwed. Right. I feel nervous to be honest about like we've not talked about this before, but I'm just gonna say it. I feel nervous because um, I go into the grocery store. And there's like three choices of lunch meat. There's two choices of bread. There, the milk is hard to find. Excuse me, Marcy. Well, but you're going into a remodeled store. But still, you Walmart, go to Stone Ridge. There's I, all kinds of stuff. I know, no, but it, it's I, like if you go to Walmart, which I despise. Well, good. I hope Walmart goes under. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's a shortage of things, and and we experienced it in the carnival industry with plastics and cups and things like oh there's you absolutely going to be you know and then i don't know today i read an article oh my god and i've 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 experienced this before like last last year in my classroom like i get subscriptions to national geographic and scholastic and things and they're like china won't accept our plastic anymore for recycling because basically we do a credit job Yep. Like, we don't Prepping. take the labels off. We don't clean them. And apparently, like, Oregon is strict. Like, that's what, they, that's what they, like, compare it to. Oregon, like, you have to read the labels. You have to clean it. You have to strip the labels. There's many things you have to do. 
we don't do that here. And we recycle in the north. The south, I feel like there's no recycling. Some places are not. And like when we went to visit your family in Arkansas, they're like, I I said, what would you like me to do this plastic bottle? Like throw in the trash. What? Are you kidding me? Okay. Like what? What do you mean? What should we do with it? We'll recycle it. We don't do that here. You don't recycle here? Yeah. No, there's a lot of places in the south where they they don't do recycling. Some of the bigger cities, I guess. But no, there's plenty of places that don't. I mean, you drive by on dump day and you can tell. Yeah. Uh, there's no recycling bins sitting out or anything like that in a lot of places. Yeah. And it's it's sad to me because like I've lived here my whole life and I've gone to the dump here and we have paper, the paper dumpster for paper stuff. Used to. It's together now. <laughs> I know. And that's what I'm getting at. Like, and then you had the plastic glass. You couldn't throw any bags in there. You had to clean stuff. You you actually like there's a recycling code on the bottom of your plastics and stuff. The triangle has a number. Yeah. And like. I don't think a lot of people know that. But anyways, now it's like you go to the dump and it's all one thing. Because essentially I feel like it's just all going to the landfill. Well, I, so the reason it is all one container now is they call it single stream recycling. They sort it out themselves now. Who's they? Uh, the recycling people. So it goes on a giant conveyor that. and they have people. No, literally there was... There was no some, one can even get help anymore. Well, I, they what were. They, they were. Uh, so they throw it on a conveyor and they pick out the things that don't belong. They throw it down on the in the tray below them that goes into the dump, and then they pull out the certain things that go into certain uh, conveyors and kick out things that don't. Because I know there's a big rash. There was a problem of needles. It was on the Green Bay News. Like I want to say pine needles or not pine needles. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Junky needles. Oh, okay. Um, because they're made out of plastic. People recycling them, I guess, in metal That's needles. And crazy. They, uh, yeah, there was getting a bunch of needles in them, and people were getting stuck with them in the processing plant. That is terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh I would imagine gosh. it makes it kind of hard to get a, uh, employees if you're worried about getting stuck by needles. But, yeah. yes, so as for shortages go, I think there will be things that we see coming in the future that will be short that we haven't seen yet. Like what? I like think, honestly, don't don't sugarcoat this. Don't be alcoholic. Oh, uh, no, it's going to be food shortage. Um, like what? Beef, beef for actually, I can guarantee you, there will be a drastic spike in beef prices in the very near future. That's terrifying because that's what we live on is meat. Not beef, our problem. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. We got local people. Yeah, it's the suckers who go to the store. Uh, so, well, I mean, eventually it's probably going to trickle into us because, I mean, even though we get our beef from a friend, eventually he's going to have to up his price because his cost of living stuff is going to go up too. But uh, the United States is stopping importing foreign beef. Why? Uh, they haven't really given a reason, hmm. but someone in a very on, uh, trustworthy spot uh, who monitors the Excuse FDA's chatter... Um, Happen to catch that they are no longer importing foreign beef. Do we need to import foreign beef? Like, I feel like we have so much, like, uh, beef yes. and things. Like, do that we is really a very that? No, I don't think we do. I don't know um, our numbers. I assume we probably export more beef than we import. So I'm not sure how that's going to ha- uh, impact us to begin with. Maybe we export higher quality beef and import lower quality beef to keep costs down. Uh, I'm not sure. Huh. That would be my guess. Uh, so another weird thing, uh, not a shortage thing, but another weird imported thing is honey. So I hauled honey 
uh, for Miller for their honey weiss. And uh, the guy is actually fairly local to us, about an hour up the road, hour and well, almost two hours up the road, I guess. Who is it? Up in Marshfield, uh, just south of Marshfield a little bit. Little okay. tiny guy you'd never suspect in a honey-colored steel building. We've, okay, we've got a Quarter couple. million pounds a year he would sell to Miller. We've got a couple, like, local honey people. I just oh, yeah, not surprised. like this guy. Okay. This guy, he, he, so he takes bees all up and down the country. That's not me like smacking it. my lips. That's the dog. Just so everybody yeah. knows. Like, that's just, yeah. sorry. So anyway, I got, a, okay? I got a conversation with him after Miller cut him off because they had their own honey uh, when they got bought out by uh, Coors. The bee movie? No, by Coors. And uh, they had their own people. So they get now they get Chinese honey. So Chinese honey, I found out, to be honey, it doesn't have to contain much honey. Oh, it's actually yum. filled with rice syrup. And there is no law preventing them to say USA honey on Chinese honey. However, Canada has outlawed the import. The European Union has outlawed the import of Chinese honey. So guess where all that extra Chinese honey goes? To the United States. They can currently import Chinese honey. Oh, I want to say it was like 15% of the cost that it takes an American farmer to produce it. To put this into perspective and help me out here, but like you haul beer, honey. Cheese. And cheese. So let's talk Wisconsin cheese, like not to change the subject. Yeah. But, like, Wisconsin cheese is amazing. And if anybody wants Wisconsin cheese, hit us up. We'll send you cheese. It's amazing. When it's colder, sure. Yeah, when it gets colder and you have to worry about it, like, going bad. But, like, I thought it was crazy. You, as a cheese hauler, was like, yeah, we're getting cheese from Missouri. And they store it in Wisconsin for a period of time to call it So it only has to be stored in Wisconsin for six months to be called Wisconsin cheese, no matter where it comes from. Phony. Oh, it's baloney. Yeah. Oh, that just makes me so mad. It is pretty crazy. It's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Stupid FDA rules. You want If you want some light reading that'll make you change your eating habits, if you have a, uh, a sensitive stomach, go on, look up things that are allowed, like the FDA's website on the uh, animal parts. No. And feces oh, no. and stuff that's allowed to be in your food. Like, legal... So now we're listening to the FDA because they can tell us what's good for our bodies, right? One of the fun ones is peanut butter. Oh no, don't look this for I me. won't tell you. Look it up for yourselves, people. Look Ugh. up what the FDA animal parts allowance is for peanut butter. Okay, I'm psycho about peanut butter. Oh, I love peanut I butter. Will so read, don't look it up. I'll read no, I don't I won't look it up, but like I, I can make my own peanut butter. How about black pepper? I'll tell no, would you stop. like to know how much rat poop is allowed stop. in black pepper? We're talking peanut butter. No, you don't want to talk about peanut butter. I do because oh, okay. I make my own peanut butter. I'm basically a hippie. Okay. Hippie. I have a blender that like you add peanuts. Well, I would hope. Oil and a little salt. So what if you I, use salted peanuts? I don't. Because you don't know where that salt came from. This is true. So I'm psycho you guys but anyways like i'll go to the store i'm a label reader i'm yeah. the asshole in it the doesn't store. tell you the animal parts on the label no it doesn't but it's like the ingredients mm-hmm. peanuts and salt that's the only peanut butter peanut butter i'll buy unless i make my own right okay i make so, my own granola as well i do know a number off the top of my head are we talking peanut butter or? we're talking black pepper oh i don't want to know this what percentage guess of black pepper is allowed to be rat droppings what's pepper though like what's in that Peppercorns. 
ground up pepper. I'm so crunch. confused. Black pepper, like table pepper that you put on your yeah, salad it's just and your little, steak. Like, circles of it's Flakes it's or... basically it, you're telling me it's rat poop. Well, that's what it, you're telling me. What percentage of it is allowed to be rat poop? Twenty. God damn, you got less faith <laughs> in it than I do. Eight percent. I have no faith in humanity anymore. <laughs> no kidding. That's terrible. Like, <laughs> Whatever. I thought, yeah, you were going to say Eight percent um, of your black pepper is allowed to be rat shit so under FDA guidelines. I'm not a wilderness person, and I wish I was. Like, I wish I knew all of the things about living in the wild. What does like, that have to do with rat poop and Okay, pepper? here's where I'm getting at. So and I, I am co-teaching. I'm not really even co-teaching. I'm just supporting students in environmental science, like three sections. And my co-teacher, Mr. Ponich... Um, he was gone for a couple days, so he put he gave us this movie to play, and I didn't get into it because oh, I, one of those yes. It's a movie about like Yellowstone and how like the caribou were gone, and like there was a scientist studying the wolves, and the wolves can't live without caribou, but they're eating all of these. It's not mice. I don't know what they were. I was so grossed out I couldn't even Marmots? pay attention. Maybe what's that? It's a small, ground. Rodent. That's probably it. I was literally gagging, holding back vomit. So the researcher was like, oh, can these large mammals live on these rodents? To eat enough of them. Yeah, so then the researcher started eating the rodents, and I was like, it was like Ratatouille episode. So the researcher decided if a wolf can do it, I can do it? Yeah. Well, he's a moron. But he like survived, and he's like plucking out tails from his mouth, and I'm like, well, oh. Now, not only is a moron, he doesn't even know how to prepare food. He cooked them. Why is he picking tails out of his mouth? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was for like theatrical. Oh, one of those. Stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But it like was bear's disgusting. Grill, bear grills, drinking pee. I'm. I feel yeah, nauseous thinking it. Like TV. I just. Nope. Yeah. I'm in class. Like I'm so. I'm, I'm so bad. Is it like the zombie meat? Um, it's worse than zombie meat. Like worse I will, than zombie meat. Yeah. Okay. Because I've tried the steak, but I will not eat a rat and pluck the tail out the mm. mouth and crunch. Like they were so dramatic. Like you could hear the crunching. And oh the, yeah, that's all. Added and then later. and then the the what are they called? The mice? Whatever. Yeah, we'll call them. Mice. They're all just like watching them, watching him eat his their friends. And then they get scared and run away. Oh, man. Man, that is totally made up. <laughs> Such bullshit. Okay, but it still struck a chord, and I was like, I'm not hungry anymore. Actually, I feel sick to my stomach. I need to go home. Mm. Can I go home? <laughs> yeah, so watching gross. people eat stuff doesn't bother me too much. Uh, yeah. Hey, what was, that, what was that show that they, um, that they ate all this nasty stuff? Not Survivor. Oh, Fear Factor. Oh, that was the worst. Like, testicles and eyeballs. There, there was some weird stuff that, I don't know if it tastes good or not, but it was definitely weird that they ate on that show. It's not about tasting. It's about tricking your mind into, like, getting it right. into your body. And you know them people, they take some tests that t- answer all these questions on what you're scared of, what you like and dislike, and then they go, oh, yeah, this lady's scared of spiders. So let's put her in a box full of spiders. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's all for TV. It's all fake. Uh, well, it's uh, over-dramatized, for yeah. sure. I mean, that's what it all is. So speaking of over-dramatized, um, this what? weekend, we have plans. What? Oh, you're talking about your drama. Yes, my drama. I'm, about to say, I'm not, not really very drama. drama about it. I don't know. I, 
you guys, like, I'm not a big fan of PRS. It's, I compare it to having children, to birthing children, like... What? No, hear me oh, out. I can, so, I can have kids easy then. No, is that, it's not the it, same. Don't mind the farting of the couch. It's Yeah, it's the couch, really. Um, so it's like you, you know, you get pregnant, you... Um, so what stage is carry, that of PRS? You can, I don't know. <laughs> you, like, incubate a child for eight to nine months, and then you give birth. And I, you know, I gave birth naturally to one and it was awful oh that's is where we get equivalent to PRS the awful part and then it's like it's awful but you have this amazing human being who you love and kiss and cherish so what's that part of PRS okay so here's PRS thing it's like you get to shoot guns and that's amazing that's the amazing child no it's like pulling okay that's the making the baby part I I don't know just Hear me out, okay? So like, I'm, I'm just trying to follow you, along. You experience PRS, and you're like, like squeezing the trigger releases adrenaline, and like you have fun, well, and it's amazing. I'm watching your parallels and then, here now. And then you start like missing, and you're like, oh, this is not cool. And then you do really terrible, and then you're like, I'm not gonna cry. Everything's fine. Oh, that's fine. the pregnancy Everything's test fine. part. Everything's fine, and then it's over, and you're like, I guess I had fun. Oh, and that's when. I guess I had fun. You walk like, out that's of the hospital. Okay. And you're like, maybe this isn't for me. And then you wait a little while. And then you, yeah, you wait a little while and you're and like. And then let's try to make a baby okay. again. Oh, I mean, shoot oh, a match again. I had fun. <laughs> I had, I think I had fun. Okay. So that's where I'm at. Like mm. I gave up PRS. When, like, for like two months. No, I mean, I think you shot one in May. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I think you shot. Them. Whatever. I you shot in me. So I had a conversation with Nicole, and I was like, PRS is not my thing. Dawn, no. Don't like it. I'd rather just spectate and spot and learn all of those things. And then, she, yeah, that's it. Done. Why did I sign up for a match this weekend? Because Corey pressured you into it. No, he didn't. Like, it was just, it's, I don't know what happened. <laughs> We're going to find out. You guys, but I'm squatted. Like, there's not a lot of squads, and I'm squatted with, like, all professionals, so... My goal on Saturday is, is like... to hit some shit. I want to hit one thing. Oh, God, yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I want to hit one piece of steel. Yeah, I'm probably... So... And I, that's, uh, I, I, don't I don't know if I'll put you on your gun or not. I, I mean, yeah, I like, probably will. And don't will. try to be like, oh, you can hit more than that. I don't like... Well, you can't hit more than that. I'm just trying to think what... So really shoot, it, it only goes like six, 700 yards there, is what Corey said. I've never shot Columbus. Columbus, okay, here's why I like Columbus. And I oh, so I it. put it out to the Mafia guys, too. And anybody listening to this, if you happen to hear it before Saturday, sign up for the Columbus match. Wisconsin, you need a place to stay. We have extra space. We do. We have lots of extra space. But here's why I like Columbus. Um, it's quick. It's, it's not... going to be super quick this time. Yeah, and, like, I shot it um, with Chuck. Yep. Oh, shit, we should have invited Chuck. Chuck came all the way from Minnesota because he's a PRSer guy, but we only know him. We only knew him from ELR. Right, yep. Out so Kansas he's like, yeah, I'll this. come and shoot that. And I was like, all right, that's cool. Pick me up because Gino had to work or whatever, I think. Actually, that was, I was hanging the moose. Oh, that's, that's right. That's what that one was. So, we back on that one. Yeah, I missed it. Chuck picked me up and I was like, I can do this. I don't, I don't need anybody to help me. Nobody helped me. Of course, Corey and everybody helped me. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what... That's what we do. That's the Wisconsin crew. So, um, didn't do so hot. Held back tears a couple stages, and that's fine. 
whatever. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, I don't know. I guess no matter how bad it is, I've never said, uh, yeah, I, I want to quit or try to choke back tears. I've done both of those, and that's just who I am. And yeah, I'm not ashamed everybody of it. deals with it a little different. And I guess I, <laughs> so we have a group chat, a Wisconsin PRS chat, and uh, I can't remember what the subject was. Somebody was like, oh, I want to. I want to have more fun next year. Or I want to take it a little less Sessler. serious. Sussler? Is that no, you? It was, I think it was your boy Jimmy. Fallon? Yeah. Jimmy. So on. he's like, I want, and I'm like, dude, I'm in the like I 95% fun part and the 5% serious part. That he is should, about a good balance for me. Jimmy, if you said that, you should squad with us. We have so much fun. I don't think he's shooting this weekend. He should. Well, everybody should. It's fun and it's no why be am i saying weather. that oh my gosh ah, I don't see, now you're sucking suckers it's like it. childbirth you guys like, yeah I call the cold get her to do it i forget i forget the pain and the suffering and the, i don't want to do this anymore this is dumb i'd rather spectate and like why did i sign up for this <laughs> well you can make bus oh. shooters but i'm gonna be shaking like a leaf and that's fine because i'm shooting with all experts so i looked at our squad and it's all what novice and, and well it's experienced, experienced. Yeah, we've all shot more than like three matches is what experience means. Now, granted... I've shot three matches. We've all shot a bunch of (laughs) matches. It's it's fine. I'm okay with it. We have different different skill levels. Just because I've shot a ton of matches does not mean that I score well. Okay, stop. It just means I'm experienced. Mr. State Baseball, State Wrestling, But that has nothing to do with PRS. It does, though. It does not. It does, because everything you do, you're good at, and everything I do... I just you enjoy. basically don't Facebook. No, I don't enjoy it. That's why I don't play sports. Well, you're playing a sport now. I don't enjoy it. I mean, I do, but I don't. That's confusing. I'm a woman. You. That is a beautiful analogy. It. It's. I'm being honest. I. I. You know. That's what I like about you. Ladies, all right. Be honest. You know. Don't be afraid to try it. That's what I tell you every night. Oh my god! Oh, I got ill. What? Okay. So I, I get. Just, wait, wait, wait. That was this. awesome. No, that, that was awesome. So I get. I I've got one. I got one listener that always says, "Oh, you jabbed at Jamie with this dirty joke, and she didn't even miss a lick. Just walked right through it. Like she deals with you all the time. I finally got you." Who is this listener? That's Eli. Powder Hound. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you got me. I don't know. Shout out, brother. <laughs> yeah, so Eli, <laughs> it was this last episode he caught some dirty joke I made that you just acted like you didn't hear. I go, man, Jamie is, you cannot imagine a better match for somebody than Jamie for me. Like, my dirtiness and her... I don't care about your dirtiness and my messiness and her neatness and like I'm all, shaking my head right now. <laughs> I just want you guys like to all know. the shit is it. We work out pretty slick. Like together. you have no idea how many like dirty old men I deal with. Oh, I thought you mean dirty socks you pick up. That too. Like, See? why is that a thing, you guys? <laughs> why do I find so many socks at my house so, and yeah. pants? I'm trying to raise like, my boys to not be me, but it's hard when you are you. Which is very similar to your mom. Like, your mom, which I learned at an early age because we've been together a long time. 
if I set my coffee cup down more than 30 seconds oh, without touching me. it. Done. Goodbye. It's washed. Yep. Like, Done. I was ready to have another cup of coffee. So, yeah, you guys, uh, you're, you don't stop. And that's... It's uh, my stress relief, actually. And that's good. I know, like, uh, if somebody comes over here and you're cleaning on the weekends or something like that... It, you're like, watch don't, out. No, don't belittle me because I'm not getting up helping you. No, I don't want you to help me. That's your range trip. Like, I go to the range and that's my zen time of... I have nothing to focus on other than I'm doing, and that washes all the bullshit of the world away. Uh, it works out pretty slick. And then um, we uh, have Jamie, whose Zen time is cleaning, cleaning, shit. organizing. Which I'm working on. So now that she's learning more and more and getting more and more into the gun stuff, I think my gun room might get organized. <laughs> I don't like I'll be honest I don't think it will no probably not because there's just there's so many there's it's there's too much you know you got ELR PRS 22 long range yeah. there's well, just too many things wait till that, next week why I gotta pull the vault empty and I'm gonna reshelf it I'm not okay with that oh it's gonna be ugly my shelves are it's not very efficient use of space currently. So next week, I think there's something going on. Like, we'll be gone next week. Nope. I thought as well. There's an extra week in Jeez. there before we go to the Precision Rifle Expo. So Precision Rifle Expo, not to change the subject, but we No, we, we just walked are, right in. That was a perfect yeah. segue. What do you mean change the subject? That's go, like a honey. good segue. Way to go. We're so like yeah, we're going to the TV Precision level. Rifle Expo in Blakely, Georgia. And I was able to to take off work a, a day. Shh. No, you weren't. You sound sick. <laughs> no, I'm not sick. I don't oh, lie. That was your personal day. It's a it's a personal day. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna head down to Blakely, Georgia, and I'm gonna drive. Visit. Yeah, Gino's gonna drive, and he's gonna pick me up in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm gonna see some Squirrel Mafia members on the way down. Maybe find some bourbon on the way down in some hidden liquor stores. Meet some people, have some dinner, things like that, and then pick up Jamie in Atlanta Thursday night. Oh, there's the Walking Dead place. Like I they... have zero idea what we're gonna do. For I have Thursday an idea. Night. Well, and and that's so I was talking to Charlie today, and he was all pissed at me because I didn't go to Wyoming, and I'm like, I don't plan ahead. He goes, bullshit. You're planning your trip to Georgia. I go, no. That's me. I don't plan a trip to Georgia. I have, Jamie tells me there's a certain time I have to be someplace, and then there's a certain time I have to be another place, and then in between there, there's no plan. It just yeah. kind of stuff happens. It's called marriage. Well, yes, but I mean, to like. To a wonderful woman who loves her husband and loves shooting. That's pretty just, badass, too. Just saying that. Okay. But Don't what I'm saying is, that. like, our, what looks like chaos or looks like planned. Or what is chaos? Well, what I'm saying, what looks like chaos or it might look planned is actually a uh, beautiful balance of both. So I'm super excited. I'm not changing the subject. Like, what are you excited about now? Blakely, Georgia? Yeah. What do you mean saying that was the same subject? I, it is. just like like we got a shipment from our friends. Shh. So. We ordered a rug. Wow. Okay, we ordered a rug. So, like, when you go into Vortex, there's, like, a giant Vortex rug. 
It's like a three by five. And you guys, like I'm just saying, I go school shopping. Actually, do you know go school shopping at Vortex? <laughs> <laughs> I'll post it. I'll post a picture on the on the Facebook. My school wardrobe is Vortex shirts and five eleven pants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is true. So uh, when I first started doing the Vortex school shopping, I got to know Robin. Robin's the nice lady at the front desk. She's so nice. Like you cannot imagine a better receptionist for that spot. Like there's, I can't per- personally think of anybody better than her. She's like that perfect age of cheerful, loving, amazing. Like you just want, everybody loves her. Like you want to go to her house for Thanksgiving, right? She's yes, awesome. That's a very good it way is. to describe like, that. So anyway, Robin's awesome. So I got to know Robin, and we. Uh, I was buying clothes and crap for the boys and Jamie and myself. And, um, we got talk, we got on the subject of kids clothes cause they were out of youth stuff. And I was trying to get some small stuff for cash cause he was little at the time. And, uh, she explained to me the reason they don't really have a lot of kids stuff is because they're associated as a gun company, even though they're an optics company. And, they, uh, when they were in Middleton, the uh, suburb of Madison, the commie cocksuckers wouldn't let them have their Vortex oh shirts on in school. Okay. And so they kind of backed off on the youth stuff. So That's when so they got, sad. it is terrible. Can I interrupt? Uh, yeah. So, like, Vortex. I think of, like, you know, you have your spotter, you mm-hmm. have binoculars and stuff. We've used those so much for bird watching. Like, it's oh, not about... It's that's not actually all, how it started. And that's not all about, like, shooting and ELR and PRS or whatever. Like, there's a large portion of people who use their things yeah, they're, to bird watch. Uh, they're, their spotting scopes and binoculars are definitely used by a lot of people outside of shooting industry, for sure. They're a very, very... I would venture one of the largest optics just manufacturers in the world, or at least in the country. I mean, they're huge. And so what eventually happened, they got out for the political climate, the taxes and all that stuff. I mean, typical commie rules and uh, dealings pushed them outside of the Madison area. To Barneveld. So they used to be stationed in Madison is what you're saying. Oh, uh, the west side, Middleton. Okay. The west side, okay. Yep. And now they are 20, 25 minutes south west in Barneveld. Built a huge, beautiful it's place. It's amazing. And, like, and they're adding on like another uh, 100,000 square foot warehouse. They're putting in a range, warehouse. right? Oh, no, the range is already there. No, indoor? Okay. Indoor range is already there. I don't get a chance to visit them often. Like, I've seen Robin twice, I think, and I, it's like a kid in a candy store. The it's range so cool. deal, we should probably get you the full walkthrough on one of your vacations. You, it's worth you blowing one of your, like, legit school vacation days, like when school's off, for us to make, like, not a normal holiday because they're going to be off too, like yeah. Thanksgiving and stuff. But for you to come down there and yeah. get the full tour of the underground indoor range. So they have, cool. they train a lot of uh, law enforcement there. I got they the postcard. Ra- the postcard came with all the school clothes. Nice. Yeah. 
So yeah, they have a law enforcement range there where they shut the lights off, and then you got lights and sirens and all the distractions, all like for That's training. That's so cool. Oh my god, the facility is amazing. And then they're building now. They're building. Uh, I want to say a hundred thousand square feet, but it might be a million square feet of warehouse. A million square feet? I can't even fathom that. It's not as big as you think. I mean, I it's huge. Don't get me wrong. But it fits them with all their buildings now. But they're going to build a giant warehouse. They're hiring a bunch of more people. I mean, they're adding jobs left and right. I'm just super excited to see them at the Precision Rifle Expo. Yeah. Because the, it's, a, it's a Wisconsin company. Yep. And, like, so many... I know those people. But I don't know, like, the people running the booths and stuff. But right. I know people from the company. But, like, so many people in the gun industry are from Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's that's what I'm pretty gun so rich. excited about, like... Bullet people. Upper and, Midwest. And barrel, the barrel people. So Wisconsin's pretty much the barrel capital I don't know. of the world. I'm just super pumped. Like, I'm proud to be from Wisconsin. and uh, To be a so like, if you're yeah. a gun person, you should be damn proud to be from Wisconsin. Yep. We, uh... It's pretty cool. We are very pro-gun people. So, yeah, we, uh... The rug would look really great on the entryway of my gun room, but more people are going to see it and I'm going to be more so proud of it. So the rug, the rug, we purchased through Vortex. Yeah. And it's basically, yes, the entryway It's the rug. same rug that uh, Vortex has as an entryway rug will be the entryway rug into our house. Correct. So <laughs> I am like super crazy about like decorating for different holidays and I'm taking away the um, rug at the entryway and it's going to be Vortex. So the vortex rug will be the entryway for our house, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm, proud. I'm of pro- it. proud. Yeah, very proud. It's like, pretty cool. Uh, and it's the vortex people are just awesome, and going down there is awesome. They uh, so there's three people I deal with: it. Robin, front lady, front desk lady, super awesome. Tim and Mike. They are customer service guys, and they have been there almost as long as the company. I want to say they are in the top five longest employees there, and I want to say top three. Tim and Mike? Tim and Mike. Tim, like you talk about him a lot. Yeah, Tim is Tim is how I first got to know like Vortex people, Vortex people. And then one time he was actually on uh, leave, and I had dealings with Mike. And Mike was also from before Vortex, like, made scopes back when they were making just spotters and binoculars. And this last time I was there, I got a bunch of stuff and I got a new scope for an AR. Like, I'm sitting there and Robin's running her tail off trying to deal with some tours and setting up a new account and dealing with my stuff and a bunch of other things. And I'm like, it's rainy. It's crappy. I've set my day aside. Don't stress. Get me in where you fit in. And uh, this lady walks in. She's looking for a spotting scope to surprise her husband. And Robin's like, okay, here's all our spotting scopes. And she goes, well, I got a bunch of questions. So she's like, oh, actually, I got the perfect guy for you. And she calls Mike. And I can see Mike from the front desk. He's back there in all the cubes. Right. But I know exactly where his so is. So when you walk in, you see all of the guys in their cubes. Yep. Guys and gals. I don't see a lot of gals there. But uh, they're actually to the left of what you can't see. There's a the bunch gals. of ladies on that side. And I'm not sure if it's why a different type of department. <laughs> okay, why did they put the ladies in? I don't know if Whatever. it's a, but there's more ladies in the So when you walk into Vortex, Robin's front and center. Big showroom, like, all the guns. Yeah, but you can see all the people. Scopes, and all the people, people like look at you when you walk in. Like, it's, I think you're seeing it. They're looking to see if it's somebody they know. 
Maybe, but it, it's just, it's weird. It's awkward. It's just, I, th- I like that setup. I find it awkward, but maybe it's just because, like, you walk in and people, like, everybody just, who are you? Mm. It's like walking into a cattle barn. This is a bad analogy, but, like, I know you milk cows. Like, you if walk you, into... If you've ever worked around cattle, you know what it means when you walk um, into a you barn. You walk into a barn and all the cows, like... Look at you. Mm, what, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Sorry. No, vortex. that's, no, that's very that's true. I got you. I, I can, I'm honest. I can see that analogy. So, anyways, Mike... So, she calls up Mike. And she's trying to go through my stuff, and Mike comes up and introduces himself to this lady, and she's all masked up like she's from Madison and like, whatever. What Madison people mask? Madison okay, people stop. mask. No, we're not going there. What did they help her? You, you don't want to know what's from Dane County? No. Oh, okay. Good. So yes, she came down like she's from Madison, and Mike comes in. He uh, he, he introduces himself, asks her uh, some questions on what she's looking for. And dudes, he's pulling this tripod and that tripod and this spot and scope and that spot and scope. And we're looking out the windows. We're looking at the resolution chart. He's hollering at whoever's in the back down the hallway that's against the revolution. Get against the wall. Like in this huge building, like he's talking that everybody can hear. And you, it like that is the best. It wasn't pressure sales. It was. This is why this is good, and this is why this is better, and this is why this other one is better than this one, and this is why you might want to choose that one. And if this suits you, like he goes down, he went down the gamut of every possible use and budget and important features and unimportant features and all the stuff. Like, I bet he pulled out six different spotting skulls for this lady, swapping eyepieces, doing this and that. And for I think she was one step up from the bottom, uh. And that means and, something because, like, they have such a wide variety of well, like. They got everything. It, it fits every. Who's ever's budget? I mean, if you walk in there with a budget of a couple hundred bucks versus a couple thousand bucks, they got stuff to fit your needs, which will treat you the same. Absolutely, he is just as happy selling you. Like, a, I just I go in there for the shirts. <laughs> right. Hey, shirts and hats. What do you have for shirts? And like, yeah. yes, ma'am. What do you need? <laughs> well, it was like you, yeah. you like sent me on a mission. Buzz needs some more t-shirts, and I need some more sweatshirts. I need and, I need all of the vortex things because right. that's all I wear. So I go in, in there and, stuff. and I start talking to Robin. She's like, "Oh, you're two weeks too early. The new stuff all comes out. What we got is like literally what we got is on the floor. So if it's not there, I'm sorry, we can't get it. But in two weeks, we get all the new season stuff, or at least what they can get. Uh, and so last week I went in, which was three weeks after, four weeks after I first went in, and they got a bunch of new stuff. They got all the flannels, which you like. Love flannels. <laughs> yeah, you're a you're 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 the typical pumpkin spice looking lady in this time. I don't of year. like pumpkin spice. But you look pumpkin spice this time of year. Thanks, honey. What flannel? Yeah. Are you on a farm? No. Are you a lumberjack? No. Then you drink pumpkin spice. Lumberjacks <laughs> drink pumpkin spice. Okay. <laughs> no, if you're not those two things. Uh, what kind of creamer is in the refrigerator? Coconut cream. Mm. Okay, I bought pumpkin spice. <laughs> I bought it to try it. I, I grabbed just, it on next and I go, what is this? Just mind your own business. It goes with your flannel. It's okay. It's full. I didn't like it. <laughs> it could be. I'm taking it back to school because I don't like it. Oh, who are you going to give it to? Plenty of people. Oh, you got pumpkin spice friends? Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> do they Lots wear, of them. Do they wear flannel? Maybe. <laughs> I bet they do. Are you wearing khakis, Kyle, from State Farm? Uh, I'm wearing Duluth Trading Firehose Work Pants. <sighs> Basically the same thing. Do I look hideous? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways. So anyways. <laughs> what? Anyways. Oh, no, wait. We're going. Oh, my gosh. Let me. I'm going to be circle back sake here for a second. Let me circle back here to Whiskey Wednesday. Let me tell you a little story about after cranberry and today. I, uh, Jamie was treated to a working. treat. Jamie was working. My, so my, a lot of people kind of get, uh, I don't know. A lot of people know my schedule is kind of wonky this time of year. So I did wonky. the cranberries, uh, Okay, fucked up is about a better way to say it. <laughs> but if you swear. wanted wonky, that's fine too. I mean, that's just, I haven't heard that in a while. Well, I was trying to be nice because sometimes okay, you get it's all... it's messed up. It's fucked up in the world. So, messed up. Anyways. We don't swear on this podcast. Anyways. Yeah, we don't swear on this podcast. Only you. So anyways, cranberry season got cut It cut short, short today. So today we were done by like, I don't know, one o'clock. And that was the end. Uh, about 30%, 35% of a normal year. It was terrible crop. So anyways, I left. Yes, we already covered that. Yes, weather. Yep. So, there's this little bar, 20 minutes our side of the Cranberry Bog, that we stopped in one other time with the boys for some reason. I can't remember why. We were on our way home from Toma. It was like an off week. An off day? Mm-hmm. Off week. There was no off week this year. It was Toma, and then it was off week, and then it was Mishkot. That is it. You're right. I'm sorry. There is Thank off you. week. Okay. I'm right. You hit it. So anyways, we stopped this place, never been there before, drove by it literally thousands of times. And uh, the food was fair. It was like bar food. Yep. Uh, chicken wings are pretty decent. View was nice because you get a little view of the river there. It's right on the main drag, but they had a half a dozen bottles of pretty decent bourbon or more. So after Cranberries a Day, I'm Everybody's like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I got to grab lunch. On my way home, I'm going to stop at this little bar in Aceta and grab some chicken wings or a burger or something and a whiskey. See what they got. Because the guy gets, he got to buy a bunch of other stuff to get access to, uh, to the fancy stuff. So I roll up in there today and they got a bottle of Weller Foolproof, which I have, haven't had in probably 15 years. And I haven't seen in person in probably 10 years or better. You see it all online all the time. And Weller's always, it's got a bunch of, bunch of good stuff. And they're one of the, my more preferred brands. So I asked the bartender, I go, oh, uh, you got beam rye, which is my normal. I order a drink. And then she goes, anything else before your food order? And I said, how much do you get for the Weller foolproof on the end? She didn't know what it was. I said, that's the blue one. She goes down there, grabs the bottle, goes to the till, punches it all in. Because I can't find it. I go, oh, that's awesome. That means it's free. So the old guy to my right is like 70 years old. He laughs his ass off. <laughs> the young dude to my left is like 20 years old. He laughs. And then she goes, no, it's over there in like the $4 area. So it's got to be $4. And 
Anybody who knows what this Weller Foolproof is, it is really hard to get. So most bars are going to rape you for it. So I was thinking more like $20 a drink. It's hard to say 15 for 20 like a single? Or? For a, a one ounce pour. What does that mean? Uh, it's like a like single. Like a single? Yep. Like a shot? Like a shot. Okay. Yeah. So she said four bucks. I said, oh, I'll have one. And she poured Send the first it. one. The first ounce. And I'm like, well, I mean, you might as well make it a double. So she pours a double. I pull it over myself and I eat my chicken wings and have my foolproof. And then I wash it down with a beam rye. And she gets off shift at two-ish. A little after two, she's leaving. And the owner comes in. Because we had talked to him last time we were in there about bourbons and stuff. I'm like, dang it. I'm not going to get no $4 pours out of this Weller bottle no more. Because uh, it was a man? Well, no, because it was the owner. He knew what it was worth. So it's actually, it's only like a $60 bottle. Like retail is 60 retail, bucks. Retail, but like more. And like if you want to like go online today right now and buy one, 400 bucks. Good luck finding it. Nope, at 400 bucks, there's a few in, in stock. Okay. Uh, that's how they keep them in stock, though, because they're $400. Yeah. So there's about another two ounces left. I finish it up, and he goes, anything else you need? And I'm like, no, I got, I mean, there's two, th- two questions for you, or two things I need from you. First is I need the bill. So then he punches up my bill. Oh, 16, big $16. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's a cheap date for lunch today. Oh, Why, actually, I take that back. It, that brings me to the second thing I need from you. He goes, what's that? I said, how much? Uh, I want to take that, the rest of that Weller foolproof home to my wife because she's excited to try it. He, go, he goes over and grabs a bottle, tilts it to the side. He goes, eight bucks. I'm oh like, sold. So then he goes to take the cork out. He's going to pour it in something like a to-go cup. And I go, no, 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 no. I'll take the whole bottle. I'll just stuff it in my weasel pouch. I got a, <laughs> I got the weasel pouch on my sweatshirt. So he slaps it on the bar, charges me another eight bucks, and I'm on my way. Jamie's in school the whole time like. What's happening? Yeah. I'm like, I got a present for you. I thought it was like new flooring or countertops. Yep. Instead it equally was, excited. Instead like, it's rare cool. whiskey. Rare for these parts. Actually, it's rare in general. Yeah. Like, the best spot for Weller is Ohio, and even there it's hard to get. So, like, real hard to get. It was good stuff. You it know is. what? It tasted like the bark of a rare almond Oh, tree. here we gotta go. Is it tastes like burnt BMW leather. <laughs> it tasted <laughs> like the bark of a burnt almond tree shaved delicately with chocolate. With a chocolate shaving roasted. knife? Roasted. I mean, with marshmallows. I think we should pour and, another one and find out. <laughs> no, there's not much left. And pumpkin spice. Not pumpkin spice. Sprinkled, Don't tell me pumpkin spice in my boiler foolproof. Sprinkled on top with a delicate balance of saltine cracker. Air fried. That sounds gayer than AIDS. Don't judge me. This is what I think it tasted like. Hey, if it takes you to cloud nine, which is what it does for me... It is Air happiness fried in a on bottle. A saltine cracker. Air fried saltine cracker. Yes, with okay. Himalayan salt. Himalayan sea salt and caramel. No, not caramel. No caramel. Not caramel. Absolutely no caramel. What color is the sea salt? It's like a light. <laughs> oh, Marcy goes sea salt. Salmon pink. Pink sea salt. Yes, mm. and then it's like dried, like beef jerky. Okay, so 
I what I'm gathering out of this is you're probably not a good um, column writer for whiskey review. I mean, I think I am. I'm just exploring what I. No, tasted. you need one in your. You need one in your mouth to explore what you're tasting. I did though. No, like and right then now. It was like, <laughs> no, I don't need any more whiskey in my mouth. But then, it, you know, it just really tasted like. It was pretty good. It made me choke a little bit. Like I tried it and I then I like coughed because it was very strong. But then the aftertaste was the things that I explained. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not prepared, it's 114 proof. So, I mean, it's a little higher than your normal 80 proof, whatever average whiskey. That it takes your breath in. away. But if you're not prepared for it. Yeah. The second sip, you're like, oh yeah, this is what I'm ready for. And then you put it on the back of your tongue and in the corners of your mouth and you get the full effect of all of the complex flavors of it. Of the and it's roasted just marshmallow. Rich. Well. Cracker. There's <laughs> it, The crackers is actually going to be like graham cracker to me, not saltines, but okay. I'm just saying it, it wasn't like it had, I'm not a like connoisseur, but like. It took my breath away. And it's then hard to articulate what you taste sometimes. I tried, and you made fun of me. You're like, eh, that's not happening. But, like... Because <laughs> I didn't taste any of those things. I did. I tasted the and that's, peppermint bark of the aardvark tree. Aardvark tree, no. No, the tree's <laughs> From changed. South Africa. Like, I tasted Only harvested things. on the second Sunday of every June, June. How'd you know? I knew it. Like, I'm just saying, like, it's very delicate yet rich it is very delicate and rich that is how so all your all your things does not how i do it It is very delicate and rich so the thing is is gino has a very like math science brain and granted like i teach science i think i'm on the opposite end of the spectrum i'm very like artistic with my views yeah mine's not very artistic i feel like i'm very artistic but not I'm actually like both. I'm not. I'm I'm talented in nothing, to be honest. I can't even swim. But I think I can articulate my appreciation for. Well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna whip out five blind bottles and taste them every night oh, for God. the rest of the week. All right, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But not so. Hey, thanks for joining us. Yeah, whiskey's done. I think it's time to go to bed and. Reload for the yeah we got TRS yeah, match we gotta figure that out we're gonna shoot first. I don't know what's happening for so six BRX for you. I think I might try <sighs> and break in my two sixty barrel for the match. I just don't like I don't have great expectations. Like I'm just hoping to be present and enjoy it and pull the oh, trigger. Oh, you can use cash. We got the new brass plate. All right. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out, guys. All right. Yep. We'll fill you in after the match, and yeah, there. you know, depending on what we do, we might try and bring in uh, a match director. Ken for an episode. Wheeler. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be great. It would be a good episode to record. And Corey, the calming. Calming donkey. 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 Yeah, he's great. I love him. And Missy, she's great as well. Match mom. Match mom. So yeah, hey, we'll catch up with you guys and update you after the match. And I'm going to get last place, and that's fine. I'm happy with that. I just want to shoot and have fun and do good things. Just shoot and have fun. I think Swanee says that. 
he's way better than me. That's fine. Everything's fine. 